It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is a sports fan on 970-97.1 FM. Connor Mills, the Michael alongside Brad Walker as we take you up until 6.30 today on this 8th day of May 2020. 6.05 on the clock. We're coming to you a minute early. CBS did not play at the top of the hour for some reason, but that just means a couple uh, more minutes of sports for you. Brad, it's been a while. How you been, my friend? Uh, doing really well. Really appreciate you having me on. It's been a minute. I was a little nervous, to be honest, Connor, because I feel like I'm going to be a little rusty on the radio. It's been a couple of months since I've actually spoken into a mic. But, you know, doing well. Keep making the best of the situation. Back in Athens, moved into a new house, actually. So things are good. Things are good. Sports Sports are right around the corner. I can feel it coming, with especially with the state opening back up, the MLB trying to make a push. PGA is going to come in the middle of June. NBA opening the facilities, schedules relief for the NFL. It, it, things are looking up, Connor. Yeah, things are definitely looking up, hopefully. And if you want to join in on the conversation, of course, you can call in 740. Oh, hey. J and K contract. See, that's automation right there for you. At 606, the next thing's supposed to play, and we'll get to the J and K contracting ad when we go to a break. We're not that time yet. Uh, but again, CBS malfunctioned at the top, which is all right. We got it for sports here, uh, but you know, right around the corner, and if you wanted to call in, talk a little bit about sports, 740-592-6646. Phone lines are always open, and uh, what came out last night, Brad, was those NFL schedules. They tried to make it a big uh, hullabaloo, kind of, to, to try to figure out, all right, one schedule leak here, one schedule leak there, but we do have the full schedules for uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. And I'm trying to look on the schedule right now, Brad, to see where the Bengals and the Browns will face off against each other, and that will be week two. Uh, Browns and Bengals, Thursday night football on September 17th. So we, we don't have to wait long as long as it's a full schedule and people are allowed to go out to the games and you know, this pandemic is uh, on the outskirts. Well, then hopefully uh, you know that week two should be a fun matchup, especially for people around here uh, to go down and... Uh, well, it's at the Cleveland Browns, so you'd have to go up to Cleveland to see the matchup with Burrow and Mayfield on that Week 2 matchup. Certainly, it's going to be a fun one. I think the Browns are going to have the upper hand in the Week 2. I mean, Thursday night, I feel like with the Browns bringing in some extra weapons um, on offense, have upped the defense, whether it's been through the draft or free agency. I, I like the Browns a whole lot against the Bengals this year. I think it's going to be a lot of figuring out for Cincinnati. I was a, a little questioned when they decided to cut Andy Dalton, and then he actually took over or is headed to Dallas. That's, actually, that's going to be a fun quarterback competition between Dak and Andy Dalton. I think Dak's actually going to end up winning that, whether whether it he might not start all 16, 17 games, but it's going to make for a little bit uh, better player progression for Dak Prescott because he hasn't really had any competition since he took over as a rookie. So I think Andy Dalton's going to make him a much better player. But I, Andy Dalton would have been a wonderful mentor for Joe Burrow. I think Joe would have eventually taken over the starting job in the second half of the season. But nevertheless, he's going to be thrown right into the fire. I think he's going to do a great job of handling it. It's just going to be interesting to see kind of the weapons around him because I know they brought in a little bit more, um, especially with their, their draft pick. Forget the name, but a first pick in the second round. I like that pick a whole T. lot. T. Higgins. 
Yes, T. Higgins, exactly. And then also A.J. Green coming back. They made sure to lock him up. That's going to be a fun tag team. And in the next five years, as far as quarterbacks go in the AFC North, should be a fun one, especially if Baker Mayfield can return to his promise. Always love watching Lamar Jackson play. And if Joe evolves like I think we he will evolve, it'll be a, a real fun showcase for this AFC North as far as quarterback goes. But going back to a prediction, definitely week two win for the Cleveland Browns against Listen, the Bengals at you, home. You can't just go a hometown favorite. I, I know you're you a hometown favorite. It's at home Thursday night. The Browns have a third-year starter. They have a lot of weapons. The defense is going to be really good again next year. I like our new head co- coach. like the new GM. Uh, he's brought in a lot of good talent. Now, uh, our new GM, uh, Mike Barry's his last name, or wow, his name just completely went through my mind. But there's people saying when he was on the Colts staff at, like, 26 that he was ready to be a GM. So it's interesting that it's been this long enough, but he is a great football mind. I just I think it's going to be a two-possession or a, yeah, a two, two, uh, possession win for the Browns on week two. There's nothing guaranteed in the NFL. You know that. Yeah. Browns fans especially hey, know that. This is it. This is the year. Listen, you can't just go on year in and year out. Browns are going to win this. Browns are going to win this. Listen, I'm, I'm not against the Browns. I'm not for the Browns. I'm a neutral party here. But as we sit here in Southeastern Ohio, I'm not going to say that the Bengals are going to get outscored by two possessions in week number two. Yeah, Connor, I, I this just, is the third year in a row the Browns have had a starting quarterback. That is nothing short of a miracle, especially in my lifetime. I've never experienced this. <laughs> so I'm really, I really don't know what to do with myself. But knowing this is a third year in a row, we have a quarterback. Also a third year in a row with a new head coach. But that's that's... Well, when when did the quarterback carousel start with the Browns? You, you 99. Know, 99, yeah. So <laughs> when, when the organization came back. We drafted uh, Tim Couch number one overall. S- solid there for a couple years. But, my God, the name's just laundry list, man. There is a very, laundry list. very long laundry list of names that you can go through. And, and you know, back, the Browns could have had Tom Brady, believe it or not. That same year. Hold on, anybody could have had Tom Brady. That's he was true. drafted late in the rounds. Any, yeah, but, but the Browns, like, a round or so, it was real close to it, drafted a quarterback who threw less than 50% in his final collegiate career over Tom Brady, who... Had a great college career. It's still mind-baffling to this day on how Tom Brady actually fell that late. But the Browns selected somebody who threw less than 50% completion percentage. <laughs> like, if that doesn't tell you how bad the Cleveland Browns organization has been run since 99, I really don't know what does. There's a lot of other moments that go into that. But I feel like that's a huge stepping stone, is that we drafted a guy less than 50%. Also, a few years back, drafted a 29-year-old quarterback coming out of college in Brand Whedon. I, so. I, I thought the Browns are doing a nice job in the draft. You know, This the, year, they have yeah, tremendous. But even even last year, I mean, you still... Listen, yeah, Miles last Garrett, few years. Miles Garrett had his on-field incident with the helmet, but throwing... It, he's still a star uh, with a defensive end. You know, yeah. Miles Garrett was a good pick. You know, Baker Mayfield worked out in year number one. He ended the drought that, you know, you had the, uh, the Ofer season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went on to win a couple games from a team that basically didn't change from you know, the, the Ofer, uh, whatever you were, up until you, know, you got the... Uh, and then 0-16. Yeah. So this, the Browns have done a nice job rebuilding. I mean, obviously, when you have an, uh, a winless season, you, know, you can only go up, and that is the hope that you go up. And I, th- I think the Browns are on their way up, but... You just can't tell. I mean, you have another first-year head coach in Kevin Stefanski. Mm -hmm. Stefanski, I think, is going to be a better pick than it was with Freddie Kitchens. But right now, nothing is guaranteed 
anywhere. I mean, that's just a blanket statement. Uh, first and foremost, you know, people need to be healthy. People need to be able to go out and, uh, you know, get the economy back up and running again and have confidence to go out and running again. And that's what DeWine has been trying to do you know, during his press conferences is figure out a smart way to open up Ohio as long as you know, there will always be a risk until you get a vaccine. But still, you know, first and foremost, you got to get back to playing again. We have the four major sports are not playing. Step number two, you got to go back to practice. And then maybe, maybe you know, the Browns will have a shot here and try to get you know, more – over 500. Let, let's put it like that. 9-7. 9-7. That's what, going to be our record. 9-7. and seven, Wild card. Super Bowl. You can't go 9-7. and seven. I mean, you. Uh, no, you can't go 9-7 and seven anymore. They added a game. Even this year? Yeah, wow. I, th- I think the added game was on for... Because they had they signed the new collective bargaining agreement. Was that this year, though? That's the that's the key. Yeah, there's only 17 weeks. Like, Just oh, seven, okay. so I think that's, that's next year goes into effect. Next year, all right. So you can still go 9-7, and seven, you can still finish 8-7, wild card finish, Super Bowl. I, I don't know if the Browns are going to the Super Bowl. I, I can't sit here and say the Browns Odell are going Beckham, to go Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, yeah, but Miles if, Garrett, Lucas, Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams. Lucas was sitting in this chair and oh, saying, come on, go. listen. With he Baker, still haunts us. With Baker Mayfield, yeah, the stats were not good. Sophomore slump. Sophomore slump. Sophomore slump indeed. But again, you, you can't, you got to see it. Repeatedly from Baker, he had good year this is one. Also like the third head coach that Baker's had to deal with. Right. Well, let's see what it happens when he has some consistency, and we won't get that until year four, maybe. If Stefanski <laughs> still is the coach, <laughs> Trent, we're going, man. We're gonna we're gonna hire Phil Fares in year four. Why not? Might as well. I <laughs> thought he should have been a candidate. Uh, he's had success, has he not? He has. And we're gonna take a short break here on the sports fan on the other side. We'll have some more fun with Brad. You're listening to the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Since 1972, Dandeman Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it is dedicating a line for your computer, running all new electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the home or office, Dandeman Electric can hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Dandeman Electric, 740-593-8813. That's Dandeman Electric, 740-593-8813. Hello, I'm Ohio First Lady Fran DeWine. It's really difficult adjusting to a new normal in Ohio, but please keep staying home if you can, and keep wearing a mask if you must go out for something essential. Small acts can and do make a difference. Thank you for what you are doing each and every day, taking care of each other. We're in this together, Ohio. Furnished by Governor Mike DeWine in the OAB. 
Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. The 2020 Deer Resistant Plant Sale is this Saturday, May 9th, starting at 9 a.m. All orders must be at least $40, and if you get more than you need, share with your friends and family. There are over 1,000 plants that need good homes, and it's only this Saturday. Go to the 2020 Deer Resistance Facebook page to learn all about deadlines and details. The 2020 Deer Resistant Plant Sale, going on this Saturday, May 9th. You're listening to The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. It's The Sports Fan on 970 WATH, 8th day of May. Mills and Mike taking up until 6.30. We're joined with Brad Walker. Good to have Brad back on the station. We haven't had him since before spring break, and I don't know what week that was, but I somewhere around uh, March 12th. Yeah, uh, because he was on the airwaves with uh, Trimble basketball. I think the last time that he was broadcasting. Oh, Fed, you were yeah, Trimble. I was Trimble. You were Fed Hawk. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but heartbreaking loss, by the way. That was. It that, was. That was a. It pulled it straight out of my gut having to call that. Yeah, but it was a good game though. I mean, it was great a, a season, fun, man. Yep. That turnaround story is nuts. I, I'm excited to see what they can do for next year. They're bringing back a lot. They don't graduate much. Uh, they bring back Hunter Smith. Nathaniel Massey, Elijah Lucas, and some guys from their JV team can can play. Like some of those kids can ball. It's they're going to be they're they easily have to be the favorites next year because Trimble's graduating a lot. I'm not taking anything away from Howie. Trimble's still going to compete because it's Howie Caldwell. But Fedhawk, for like the first time in a while, is clear favorite in the TVC hockey. Yeah, I mean you never know, but still, I mean if Trimble's bringing or Fedhawk's bringing everything back. And they won the Hawking last year. I mean, they've got to be the favorites to win the Hawking again uh, next year. But who do you think is going to step up really in the shoes of Bradley Russell? Um, I think Elijah Lucas is going to get a lot of attention. Um, he They had that kind of two-man game going down low. But I saw, I liked he developed a lot this this year. From the beginning of the year, he's kind of that tall guy that just hung out in the middle, played some good defense, got some boards. And then he evolves really on his offensive game, even stepped out, started making a couple threes. I think he'll work on that more and more as we go on through the summer and a little bit into the fall before the season starts. But if he can kind of develop that three-point game and a little bit of a jump shot, he'll do really well next year in a big step up. But I think they're going to play a lot of small ball next year, Connor. Uh, without the size of Bradley Russell, you bring in a little bit more of a guard play. Lane Smith, the guy, a sophomore from the JV team, he'll get a good amount of minutes um, stepping onto the varsity team, I believe. Hunter Smith's going to take a, a lot of a lot of minutes. So they're going to do a lot more small ball, a little up-tempo. You saw that really worked into their playbook last year. But that's definitely going to be uh, number one, I think, next year, especially losing a little bit of size. But talent all surrounding that team. I think Coach Thompson now really getting in. It'll be year three for him. He's really going to have a good grasp on these kids, and a lot of special is going to come from federal hockey next basketball season. Yeah, I can't wait to see it, but the thing mm. is, you know, we're talking about high school basketball now, right? And it is May 8th, and, <laughs> you know, like... That's crazy. It's crazy. That should be a crime. But this is, this is what 
uh, it's really turned into because football has dominated. Why? Because football season really hasn't been effective. It's it's not been put on the back burner. You still had the NFL draft. You still had everything else that comes with an NFL offseason. But since there's no baseball, there's no NBA finals, there's no NHL, uh, there's no, I mean, you had the WNBA draft, which was also pretty good uh, to mm-hmm. watch. But still, you, you, you didn't have you know, your normal sports consumption all the way since really March, since the NBA closed down. And then that was a domino effect that toppled everything else over. Uh, but we, you really haven't had Anything. What's the new baseball league? The KBO, not new, but uh, it's the Korean Baseball League. It was the KBO. KBO, yeah, South Korean Baseball League that ESPN is airing at 1 a.m. in the morning live. Yeah, but, I mean game. That, that's it's a little the, too late for me. You could always record it and watch it back if you really want to. Yeah, I could. I guess I, I probably should. I've seen highlights of it, but you know, it's 1 a.m. Going to bed a little. I'm trying to get some structure in my life. This whole quarantine. <laughs> now, I actually put myself on a schedule. Right. You, you got to try. I mean, today well, I woke no up sports, and it's Friday. So it's like I now have my nights free. Like right. with sports, sports fan, games, like I have 7 to 10 o'clock at night. I'm busy, and then I get home, and I have to do other stuff. It's now it's like 10 o'clock rolls around. I finish my whole day. I sit back, and heck, I've watched, I watched a whole entire Netflix series in like two days. Did you? All right, that's not sports. So sorry to get us on, off yes, track. We, though, we, we were talking. We, we once talked about the Rifleman with uh, Troy on oh. here. I think that was really before. It was sometime in March. But have you ever heard of the Rifleman TV show? It's a, an old Western show, probably Ooh. back in the 1950s, I want to guess. Uh, but it That is sounds about right. Survived. It was uh, with Bonanza and, and all those other. Uh, wow. You might have heard of that. I'm maybe. watching Waco. Waco. Waco is what I binged uh, most recently. Over the uh, the Branch Davidians in Waco, Texas, it was a 51-day standoff, I huh. think. Based off, of, based off of true events? Yeah, based off true events. It's like a, a drama doc, I think, is what those are officially called. But it was nuts. Like, I didn't know which side to believe. I still really don't. Because I know the way Netflix depicted it. I think Netflix wanted you to think it was one side that was at fault. But also, I think they depicted that because technically the facts, what's written down is all on the other side. So I don't know. I'm neutral. I don't know who to believe. I don't know. And here's something that I don't know if you know about. We'll rope it back to sports. Uh, But Alexander has officially hired former Athens coach Jeff Skinner. So uh, Jeff Skinner, who kind of was, he was a coach with Burrow and with the Lermans here, uh, you know, back, what was that, 2012, somewhere in that time. Uh, But Jeff Skinner hired by Alexander. He's, he's got a young stud to build around, Kyler D'Agostino. That could add a breakout freshman year. Had a lot um, put on his plate, especially with um, Kearns going down. Um, he, had a, he had to step up and be that number one option, and he played really well, in my opinion. I think that uh, Alexander Spartan team could have went a lot farther than they did in that uh, fir- first-round exit, just or second-round exit, I beg your pardon, uh, because of the injury to J.K. Kearns. But D'Agostino, uh, an offseason to take care of a new head coach to kind of build his offensive playing style around, they're going to they're gonna be a, a, a sneaky team to creep up. I don't know if they're necessarily favorites next year in the TVC Ohio, but certainly a great pickup. A guy with some experience, with some talent, will know how to use it properly. Yeah, we'll have to see what, what happens in the TVC Ohio because I don't know who, who really is the favorite. I mean, Athens lost a whole lot to graduation. Uh, you still have uh, Braden Whiting. Uh, Whiting and Matters, uh, returner from Varsity, mm-hmm. I think a couple other guys got a couple other looks. Uh, but those are really the two main guys with, with everybody else really graduating and Trainer and Stevens uh, and Braden Markins. 
So it, it'll be a, I think the TVC Ohio is going to be more open than the TVC Hawking next, uh, next year. Certainly. Uh, but who knows? I mean, it, it's always been a, maybe uh, Vinton County comes up and uh, challenges yeah. or Megs. They have some young talent, too. Um, Megs has Colter Cleveland coming back. Uh, a couple other guys. They, they had a freshman, too, that was making some big shots down the stretch. It, it would have been really fun to see on the football field, though, the TVC Ohio, because I think it was a little unknown. I think Athens would have been the favorite just on how high caliber their offense performed last year. But like you said, Vin County's got some young talent. Meg sneakily has some good talent. Alexander, I think they would have had a transition year because they graduated a ton from the year before. A lot of guys started two or three years, so they would have had a little bit of a transition year. But it just, it, it hopefully... We can see it by then, Connor. Hopefully. Yeah, hope. Would have really liked to see Athens baseball this year, though. They, yeah. they would have went far in the tournament. See, that, that's the thing I think that is most uh, disappointing, mm-hmm. you know, because we were all looking forward to seeing Bulldog baseball uh, hit the airwaves. But I can tell you we will have uh, the graduation ceremony uh, later on this month with Athens High School, uh, which would be pretty cool. But still, you know, it, it's a sport that you know, we, we really didn't get a chance to see uh, the full potential with all these seniors you know, coming together. Uh, they, they really had an opportunity now they can still be good next year. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can still. They, I think they still have a lot of talent returning next year, uh, but still, you know, you don't know uh, until you really hit the field. And now with the whole year off and people not really able to do anything during the summer, you know, because everything is closed still. Uh, and you don't know. I mean, summer collegiate baseball leagues have been closing left and right with uh, Copperheads. Not uh, the not, Coastal Plain League. Not the Coastal Plain. Not the league. Coastal Plain League. July first. It's yeah. They're gonna. Wait until July 1st. I think the Alaskan Baseball League is waiting until June 1st. Uh, to make to make, se- well, the CPL is starting July 1 and ending their season September 3rd. So they're going to push back their season. They're going to go all the way. Yeah, and they're still trying to play a ton of games and stuff. The South, though, is a little bit more lenient. They're not as much of a hot spot, and they've already opened a lot of stuff up early, so it's obviously still subject to change. But I saw the ABL news earlier, too. I wouldn't be surprised to see them have a season, a lot more local guys playing on those teams instead of pulling a lot of guys, obviously, from the lower 48, as they normally do. But because of safety uh, precautions and things like that, the ABL could be primarily dominated by Alaskans, which would still be fun because there's a ton of talent up there that people don't realize. Yeah, I'd love to see. I, I know a lot of people around here might not know the name, but Nolan Malahan. Oh, the uh, man. He was a, a good pitcher. Brad and I went up to Alaskan <laughs> Baseball League, broadcasted a lot of games uh, yeah. for them two summers ago now. Uh, and then it was myself and Joe Medor taking over uh, the Copperheads broadcast. And, Brad, you went to the Savannah Bananas, who you rep still with your shirt on today. Heck yeah, man. So much banana gear. How could you not? It's the bananas. I don't know. It's a really know. comfortable long sleeve I have on, too. See, but it, it is you know, interesting to see how all these teams will try to survive during the summer. You know, because everybody has been affected by the pandemic, and everybody will have to figure out a way to come back and come back stronger. Uh, but right now, summer collegiate baseball is not looking good, uh, especially for Southeast Ohio. It's it's not. It's tough to see all of it. But what I love about this whole period is, yes, the draft is normally hyped up and things like that, or uh, release of the schedule is being hyped up. So that's insane that these things are actually allowed to have hype because it's the first thing closest to sports that we had. Like, the NFL had a special last night on the release of schedules. Normally, it's just like they'll be released at... 4 o'clock on this day, and it's like, okay, it comes out on your social medias, all that fun stuff. But no, they had a whole entire special on it, which I find to be awesome. I thought the NFL draft uh, went as good as it could. Um, a little 
over-exaggerating on certain points of it, but talking it over with a bunch of people in sports, it's like they had to because you don't have those interviews that come directly after guys getting selected. So that's been fun to see. And the last dance has been incredible. For, uh, I would imagine everybody listening to this has been watching The Last Dance. That's been really fun to see hyped up. See, the last time that I was on air with Troy, right? We had Troy on sometime last week, and he asked me about you know The Last Dance, and I had to tell him, you know, I don't even have a TV anymore. I have nowhere to watch The Last Dance. Oof. I can't even watch it. That's tough, man. Maybe you can stroll on over to my place so we can do some social distancing watch party of The Last Dance. I'll, I'll have to stand out on the street, right? Because I, I don't think we can go into each other's houses or uh, whatever it might be with I social distancing guidelines. can. It's just got to be less than 10. We'll do the proper uh, Lysol or whatever, disinfectant. Masks. Masks. Yep, you Ideal. Gotta, have to. Definitely have. Listen, I mean, all these things are put in place for a reason, right? And, and the reason is we're supposed to follow them. So it, well, May 15, things will start opening back up uh, as far as outdoor goes. I know some of our incredible sponsors that are not open at the time because of this are super pumped to allow that to happen. And then May 21, a lot of things are going to open back up inside, obviously following those social distance guidelines. But um, as I said, a, a few awesome of our sponsors that sponsor the station are, have to be thrilled about that announcement. And DeWine said it's going to be a risk, but it's also a risk if you don't open up. And I think a lot of sports teams, leagues are viewing that the, the same exact way. Well, no matter what you do, it uh, could be a risk, could not be a risk, but we got to do this as safe as possible. Brad, it's been good having you back on the Sportsman. So fun, man. You. Missed it. Yeah, it's good to have you back. But for Brad Walker, this is Connor Mills signing off. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Reds Rewind coming your way at 7 o'clock today. Have a good one. See you Monday at 6.06.